everybody and welcome to WTS 248. My name is Danny Murray. 248. My name is Graham Murray. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm alright, man. Bit, bit of a mad week. How are you? Yeah, Sam. All good. Can't yeah. complain. Good stuff. Uh, I'm going to hijack the intro this week for a few minutes, if that's alright. Yeah. Um, do what you need to do. Yeah, so bit bit of a mad week. So, uh, as, as well, some people from the border will probably know, and uh, any of our Shankill listeners, I'd say, would definitely know. But uh, my auntie Clep passed away this past week. Uh, a lovely woman. She she was great crack, uh, and very sudden. Um, so I just wanted to mark that and just sort of say she'll be missed. And obviously, Joe, Josh, Wendy, Leone, and Everyone else just were thinking he is and whatnot. Um, but yeah, Claire, a great woman. Um, I was just a bit mad, like, because earlier this year, uh, a cousin of mine also passed away, uh, Mark, and just very sudden, just mad, like, he was only in his 20s, fit as a fiddle, member of the Defence Forces. He was, you know, flying. The young lad was absolutely flying. But uh, he passed away earlier this year, and uh, his family are doing a bit of fundraising for Croy, the cardiac charity. So I just said I'd give it a little mention on this and just ask people, if they're on the Instagram, to head on over to Instagram and go to the page Marky's Marathon um, and just give them a follow. Uh, if you can donate, all the better. But it would be great if you can all follow that page and just uh, give a bit of support to the guys there because... Yeah, he was he was a great kid, and uh, they're a great bunch of people trying to do something good to raise uh, much needed funds for a great charity. So, Marky's underscore marathon underscore twenty twenty one on Instagram. Give it an old follow, and uh, there's a donation link and everything on the page, lads. So, if you can throw a few quid towards them for what they're doing, it'd be even better. Just wanted to mention that at the start of this week's episode. Lovely, and uh, condolences to both sets of families there for. For their tragic losses. Yeah, sound man, sound. Um, yeah, so then, any crack on your side of things, man, to try and bring this back up a notch? I'm conscious we have to raise the energy back up now. Well, we, I think... We have a comedian th- this week, so... I was going to say, I think our guest is going to bring us back up the notch because we had an absolute brilliant time um, with our guest who is a host, is a comedian and also host of a brilliant podcast called Fascinated. And we talk at length about the, the podcast uh, and his guests and who we tried to get on and he was his favourite guest and we've also talked a bit about his new project um, with a podcast um, so oh yeah. yeah that's right yeah that's the, yeah, I forgot about that bit actually um, so yeah yeah that'll come to you now in a second uh, but before we do that can I, I I just want to say something that a lot of people probably won't understand but I know you will Re- professional wrestling has done more for my Spotify playlist in the last six weeks <laughs> yeah. than I'd like to admit. <laughs> yeah. What is going on, man? All, all, it's just... It's all deadly. elite wrestling, isn't it? It's just deadly music just pumping out everywhere. And it's all <laughs> yeah. coming from all elite wrestling. And I'm like, give me that song now. Like, What's the Story podcast is all elite. Yeah, if somebody can make that poster, that'd be dead. Make the poster, lads. Make the poster. I'd put that on my wall. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, look, Juan, right, you're getting giddy now, and uh, you were giddy when we started recording. 
Right. So uh, on, on, on that giddy note, let's go and find out why Mero was giddy uh, during our podcast. I just got first giggle there because what are just there? Our, our, our guest this week um, was ghosted by the character twins. <laughs> our guest this week there. is Garone, Garone Farrelly, comedian <laughs> and host of the, the popular podcast Fascinated. Hello. Oh, thanks, thanks very much for coming on our podcast, Grode. Oh, God, it's my pleasure. It's absolutely my pleasure, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that that's where we started. I'm glad <laughs> the bar has been set so low. <laughs> it's like, literally, you might not know this guest. There's no need to. There's no need to. He's been ghosted by a character twin. That's where this man's at. I can, I can top that for Z-list ghostings. Really? Go on. Go Derek on. from Crystal Swing. He ghosted you. He ghosted me. For this podcast? Yes. Uh, so, well, no. now, well, when I said, okay, to be fair, there's a good chance he's changed his phone number. Right? Not because of me. <laughs> How did not you get your number from Crystal? <laughs> I so, don't know why you even need me. I don't know. <laughs> <I just, laughs> this, I'll leave you to this, right? And come back right. in your stuff. <laughs> because, so, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, a few, many years ago, uh, I was at an event and the entire Crystal Swing were at an event and there was alcohol involved and we were all having great crack. Um, myself and Derek exchanged phone numbers because we had built up a bromance at this event and uh, we, we left on the terms of text, text and we'll go for points sometime. <laughs> it nev- there was never any points and either he, he goes with me or he changed his number but either way, Derek and Crystal Swing will not appear on this podcast. That's outrageous. That's, That's outrageous. outrageous. I, I, I met Crystal Swing years ago. And uh, controversial. I oh. think there was rumblings in the camp. Oh. I don't, yeah, I don't think everyone was getting on. Because oh, I'll tell you what happened. They were, they were on, like, I did a TV show called The Craig Doyle Show, right? I remember the, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> the, the guests that night were Linda Martin and Crystal Swing were doing their new single, right? Now, <laughs> I, I, I haven't watched it back, but one of my friends texted me afterwards and said, watched it back. <laughs> <laughs> he said that when what? I saw you oh, clapping girl, along. Oh, <laughs> One of my friends texted me and he said, when I saw you clapping along out of time to Crystal Swing's new song, <laughs> I think I saw the light go out of your eyes. <laughs> but like... But before before they did the show, they were doing like a sound check, and I was um, I was eating Maltesers, right? And I was like, wah, wah, wah. and then it's like Crystal Swing, will you have a Malteser? And uh, the mommy like immediately stepped in. She was like, no, 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 we never eat before a performance. And then the daughter just said, I had a Mars bar, and <laughs> and the mother said, and I'm sure you enjoyed it. And there was just like totally silence. <laughs> Jesus. Hostility oh in the crystal camp. I'd say there were crystal swinging digs in the van on the way home, huh? <laughs> do you remember they had, didn't they have a fly in the wall documentary or something? I'm sure did they, they did. I'm sure they had something. I'm pretty sure they had something where I remember the, the, the girl and was getting married and they were following her on the lead up to our uh, to our wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually that's ringing Jesus. a bell to be fair. Yeah. The recession years were tough for everyone, weren't they? Do you know what I mean? They, they'd stick a camera crew with fucking anyone for a bit of content. Do you know what I mean? Like, and she's on the back of a JCB on the day of her wedding. Oh, you know, that's, that is something I didn't know was a thing until I moved to the country. And now 
I can't tell you the number of weddings I've drove by that there's a bride in a fucking JCB or a tractor. That's outrageous. Like the tradition, like it's just, that's the thing about weddings, right? They just, they just keep adding traditions because they want to ruin it. Yeah. Like nobody's supposed to enjoy, like, like the first thing you say when you get a wedding invitation is you go, oh, fuck. Like what's this going to cost me? (laughs) You'd rather get someone's way to cards. You would. You would. Like I would, I'd rather get a speeding ticket. Like I'd rather have two points on my license. Then open it and there's an invitation to a wedding. Do you ever get booked for a wedding scroll? Yeah, and I, I turn them all down. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know, I'll tell you what happens, right? Because the reason I get booked for weddings is it's always a bridesmaid that goes, CB gas, CB gas. And then what happens is it's only it's only that bridesmaid or or even sometimes the bride that thinks you're gas. Everyone else is just going, Why are we listening to this fucking nobody? Because <laughs> <Man>. I. <laughs> So yeah. it's only the bride and the bride's that are lost. There's just one person. It's always, you're booked by one person and they're the only people that find you funny. And they're also, the, you, you watch them while you're doing it and they're the ones going, nobody else is laughing and then they're getting annoyed at you. Like I've done, uh, I've done those type of things before, but, but like you, you ruin a wedding, it's over. Like, yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll it's, never be forgiven. <laughs> it's one of the things as well, right? I've only, I've only been to two weddings where I've had comedians, right? One of them was grand, but the other one, the other one was somewhere down in Clare, and it was like, lads. It doesn't entire, work. The entire room, right, was at what genuinely... Point does the, well, at what point do they do the routine? It's usually around, like, after you've had your meal and before the band. That's, that, that, that's what I... And, like, oh, yeah. my God. And it's, the worst thing was, this one, this lad kept just, like... He'd do a joke and, no, I mean, fucking... There's just nothing, yeah. Nobody's nothing. interested. And, and he'd be doing that whole thing. Is this on? Is this on? Can you hear me? Ha <laughs> ha! And everyone was like, we can fucking hear you. That's the problem. Like, it was just- but like, that, it, and, and that's just a situation where it's just not right for comedy. That's the time when you, like, that's the time for me at a wedding. If I'm going to a wedding, that's my, like my, one of my partner's wedding. That's the time when I'm like, I've had a lovely day. You enjoy the rest of your night, love. I'm going to enjoy that hotel room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done. Out. You have me until they set up for the band, and then I'm like, good night, see ya. I had a ball. Enjoy the rest of your life together. And you just um, go, do you? You just exit. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Me at a wedding, you get me till seven. Then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like you, that. Do you go back down at all just to show your face? Do I? No. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, if I, no, I don't. Like, I mean, I'll be honest. If that's, if, if it's one of my partner's weddings, like, if, if it's one of the weddings that we're going for him and I'm the plus one, I'm like, nah. Seven o'clock, I'm done. Bath, Netflix. See you later. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm trying not to wait. There's, there's a load of people out there who you've been to their wedding. They're probably like, that fucker, he only stuck around for a free meal, the prick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like what I do is I, um, uh, like if, if it's my friends, I'll stay. But if it's, you know, like we're going to this wedding from work, from, you know, yeah. and you're like, I don't know anyone sitting there. And I went to one wedding actually. And uh, I was sitting beside this guy and we were getting on Grand, never met the man. Because the way some weddings do that where they separate everyone. Mm. It's like, yeah. just in case you thought you were going to enjoy this, we've thrown this in. Yeah, <laughs> and you're with sitting, strangers. You're not, yeah, you're sitting with strangers. I was like, fuck me. Like, I'm, I'm not good at situations like that. So I just like, okay, we just make the effort. So I was really like being Mr. Sociable chatting to this guy. And then he was, he worked in IT and I was saying, oh yeah, actually I worked in IT like a, for a while. Because I, you know, I did until 2015. We were chatting about IT. 
And then someone said, oh, I saw you on something. And he was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I, like, I do comedy now. And then he, like, literally turned his back on me and did not speak to me for the rest of that meal. It was just like, I, I don't know, I think I'd betrayed him. <laughs> or told him, I don't know what it was, but he That's literally rough. was like, I'm out. He, he, he's, been, <laughs> he's been front row at a comedy gig and being destroyed by a comedian, and now he hates every comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Or maybe he did an open mic once and bombed, and he was like, I hate oh, them all. That's it, yeah, yeah. That's exactly Jesus. it. Jesus. People are mad, aren't they? In gen- just in general, like, yeah. they're just fucking yeah. mad. Like, Do you get most of your material from Everyday Stories, girl? Yeah, I, I tend, like, all my material tends to come from a thing that happened. And then I just, you just start to write it and gig it more. And then it just, it fleshes it all out. But I mean, a lot of the stuff that, <laughs> sadly, has happened. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, like, I'd love, I'd love to tell you, like, that I'm great at writing. But I, just, I do, I think I just have a funny eye in just that I see something and then go, oh, hold on, what just happened there? Mm. And then... I, I can just then write it. Like, cause I love, that's my favorite bit of comedy is writing the stuff. Um, and, and then you do the thing of, well, if, you know, how, how could that have happened funnier? But like, it all comes from a kernel of truth, which is. And is it, is yeah. it an Irish thing? Like, is it, do you think that could happen in, the, in, in a different country? Like, uh, No, I, I don't think it's to do with being Irish. I think it's more to do with me being a bit, like a bit more of the person that always sits back. Like I'm, I'm never the mouth in the situation. Like if there's a group people of people, I, yeah, I'm never the person that's talking ever. Like I, all of my friends, people are always surprised when they meet my friends because all of my friends are talkers. You know, like I, I'll go to a party and won't get a word in edgeways, but I'll be like laughing the whole time. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people that really feel they, that I owe them a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why do Deadly. you why why do you get paid for this? <laughs> You're yeah. like, shut up and keep the material coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just like yeah, just feed it to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just uh, writing it down. <laughs> I just sorry, I've just noticed something. Mark, can you just take your hand away from your face for a second and just lean slightly forward? Me? Forward. Okay. There's an awful bang of coach beard. Or, do you either use Ted Lasso? Oh yeah. <laughs> There's an awful bang with, with the cap on there, man. I just You just looked yeah. a certain way and I was like, holy Jesus, look at him there now. Sorry, man. I have, I That's, a great, That's a great beard. That's a great beard. Thank you. To be fair, yeah. Thanks, Grod. I haven't, I haven't watched second season of Ted Lasso. Are you watching it yourself, Grod? Uh, I've watched four episodes uh, yeah. and I, I never got any further. I don't know why. I, I, but I think it's brilliant. I think it's really, yeah. really good. Yeah. It's I lovely, like, isn't it? Yeah. It is it's just, lovely. It's really, it's really, really nice comedy. No, it that's is, exactly yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And, and there's a part of me that, like, uh, I love a bit of meanness, like. <laughs> Even in something like that. Yeah, there's, a, there's always a part of me that, like, you're all just, like, I, like he drives me insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think that's the way it's designed. Like, that's, he's just so, it's like, will you just stand up for yourself once? <laughs> <laughs> At the start, he's certainly annoying. You're kind of going, yeah. say something, you take. But he's lovely. Like, he is yeah. such a lovely character. Like, I'm, I'm watching The Golden Girls at the moment. Ah, oh, brilliant. Where, where are you watching just, that? Which uh, is just Disney Plus. Yes. Disney has Golden Girls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, it's like season, like season six of The Golden Girls or season five of The Golden Girls. Jesus. It's better than, it's as good as any season of anything. Like, really? It's, 
Ah, it's hilarious. Like, it's absolutely hilarious. Like, um, I love the intro. Thank you for being yes. a friend. Yes. Oh, Such a good song. Yes. Ah, it's deadly. It's they a don't, banger. They don't make TV shows with great intro songs anymore. No. Don't was, no. Was, yeah. Do you remember, like, The Greatest American Hero? Which one was the hell that called? Believe it or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a song. Or The Littlest Hobo was the one that people. Oh, there's a voice. Well. Oh, yeah, that's calling me. That was, a great that was so one. good. Yeah. I started watching um, Roseanne from the 90s. Um, oh, that's brilliant. Yes. I love the intro as well. What, I was watching an interview with John Goodman. It was just bad harmonica, wasn't it? Just yeah. Burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it. And then her laugh at the end. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, like, it was Jesus. so good. Yeah. I just remember the 90s like coming in at 6 o'clock on a Friday and it would always be on. On Channel Four, and yeah, it's just deadly. Yeah, and yeah. my favorite thing about Roseanne was, do you remember they had two Beckys? They had Becky, yeah. she left. Yeah. The other Becky took over, and then the original Becky came back. Yeah, yeah, and then that was they a had this, fuck. Yeah, it was brilliant. But they had this great scene where the doorbell rings, and Roseanne just opens the door, and it's the old Becky back again. And Roseanne just goes, "Where the hell were you?" <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> remember that so shit. good yeah, yeah man it's a pity so Roseanne good. went a bit yeah she did go yeah, a bit yeah, yeah because they're into the third season of the Connors so I haven't watched it yet though I and haven't watched it Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, apparently what happened there was that she uh, that it came back and they it, it did so well in their first like two episodes they commissioned the yeah. second series and everyone was under contract and then she <laughs> went bananas yeah. and they yeah. everyone was under contract so they had to make it they couldn't just cancel it what the, how did she go bananas? What happened there? What did I do? I can't, she was, she I made, think she did some racist stuff. Yeah, um, so she, she made some unsavory comments, shall we say. About the Jesus. Secretary of State, maybe? Or? Yeah, yeah, I think it was one of them. It was, only, it was, it was Twitter related, wasn't it? Yeah, she, yeah, it was a Twitter. Twi- Twitter is fucked. American sitcoms are great though, aren't they? I used to love King of Queens as well. I still yeah, love I like yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what one and I've been watching on Disney Plus, actually? This fucking turned into an ad for Disney Plus. They better pay us. Uh, <laughs> it's just a chat, really. Boy, <laughs> Boy Meets World. Been I haven't watching. seen that. Have you not? Just no, I've it. heard of it, but I didn't take to it. Ah, fucking hell, lads. Now I feel it because no point me bringing this up. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Boy, Meets World. Yeah. Boy Meets World. Yeah, it was great. It was during the 90s. It's uh, like two kids, school age, and it's, it's very, very high school, kind of. Anyway. Oh, right. Because I, I find that there's a lot of, you, you know those series where you, you know, they'd have names like that and they're kind of new fair series made for Netflix and then you watch the first five minutes you go, I know exactly what this is and I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all the time. No. <laughs> I, I thought time. that was going to happen to me with that sex education show on Netflix, but I fucking loved it. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. I'm going to give that a go because I like Gillian Anderson. She's brilliant yeah. in She's it. Brilliant She's in brilliant in it. In it. Yeah. yeah. And do you know, and, like in my group of friends, anyone that fancied Gillian Anderson when she was in the X Files is now gay, and I've yet to find that disproved. <laughs> no solid. way! Any it's man that was fancying her back then is gay now. That is an that interesting is mad, theory, isn't it? Yeah. Anyone? Renault, <laughs> didn't you fancy her for a while? I only loved her in the X Files. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, there you go. I mean, there's there's a lot of truth to what Carol just saying. The, the, the X-Files was class as well, wasn't it? I, it, it was, but it doesn't stand up. Yeah, no, I, see, I, I didn't watch it. I, I don't do sci-fi very well unless there's a superhero involved. Me, 
neither. Yeah, Thank I, you. No. I just, I can't. I fucking I tried. And I wouldn't mind, but like, like Oksana, my partner, is it like, I mean, if there's a fucking vampire in it or a werewolf in it or some <laughs> sort of fucking magic, like charmed fucking... On board. He's, oh my God, I can't get the remote control out of her fucking hand, to be honest with you. But like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, huh? I just don't, yeah. I, just, I just can't get into sci-fi things at yeah. all, man. So I think oil's I, not for me. I, I love a bit of like, I love thrillers. Like, so mm. basically, if Liam Neeson's in it, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there like yeah. there, there, it was really funny because a while ago there, there was this thing on Netflix because uh, my partner loves science I like any sci-fi stuff Star Trek all that he's mad into it but I'm, I'm like thrillers shoot him ups that sort of thing and uh, we read this we read this um, that, like the, you, know, the, you see like the first couple of lines about something and it was the president's daughter uh, has been kidnapped and a former CIA operative comes out of retirement to rescue her from a compound. And I was like, I'm on board. I'm I'm and in. then we pressed more and, and it said, in space. And I was like, no! Oh, <laughs> no, no. Why? Does, no. Was it, they didn't need to put that in space. Keep I mean, that no. right here on Earth. Like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There was, there, was, there was elements of Stranger Things where I was like that as well. Oh, I was enjoying it. I was really enjoying it. And then I was just... As the seasons went on, I don't know whether they tore the arse out of it, but I was kind of like, it's, it's an underground alien here. Like, yeah. um, uh, do I you know what up. I mean? I, I was enjoying the real stuff, so to speak, uh, in the house and in the mall and all that stuff. But then, yeah, I don't think I finished Stranger Things. I, I, I tell you, I, I'm with Garage on this. Liam Neeson's name attached to a film. I mean, he, honestly, they could remake Jaws and Liam Neeson is the shark and I'm watching it. Right, yeah. genuinely, like that. That's how I feel about it. And I've got the same kind of vibe of Jared Butler. I'm yet to watch a Jared Butler movie yes. I didn't like. Yeah, hundred percent. That one I mean, is it? Is he White House Down? Yes, that. Yeah, yeah. He's one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, where he's yeah. going around. Yeah, and then there's another one day, and it's like fucking Air Force One Down or something. They fucking just cashed in on oh, that. Oh, yeah, he's the, of them. Um, uh, oh god, yeah, he's the other one. It's not White House Down. It's the. Something has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Boy, yeah, has fallen. Yeah, yeah, all them yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's brilliant. He's yeah. absolutely brilliant. They're just great feeling. You just stick them on. You're like, you know what? Jared Butler's going to look after me for the next two hours. I'm all right with that. I know, yeah. and you don't even have to pitch them. Like, <gasps> I'm sure when they're making those films, they're just like, it's a Jared Butler film, but it's in a jungle. And they go, <laughs> <laughs> we know exactly what it is. Done. <laughs> don't Done. tell us anymore. Off you go. Here yeah. you go. Of, of one question. Will he be clean shaven or beard? Beard of yeah. Jared Butler. That's bonus Butler. We're in. We're in. Yeah, but, yeah absolutely sold. Will, will the girlfriend be pregnant or will she <laughs> be in labor? Or what's yeah. the story? Is there going to be like a baby that's been killed? What just tells what the girlfriend situation exactly. is going to be? <laughs> She'll be 20, won't she? Brilliant. Well, off you go. Here you go. I, I love I, I loved that there, there are definitely movie stars that don't need to tell me the plot you just need to tell me they're in the movie and I'm watching it yeah and yeah, that's so I'm fucking it Ryan Reynolds is another one Fuck, The Rock as well The Rock is like that the yeah. Rock, I've never seen The Rock in anything because they always go The Rock <laughs> <laughs> it's like John claude Van Damme like because right. you're kind of like ah no I'm out now <laughs> yeah, ah, I no. I watched Street Fighter recently just because it was on. <laughs> I bet that holds up. And honestly, I got 30 minutes into it and I was like, I'm this far in. 
I better get comfortable. <laughs> I'm bedding down. <laughs> it, I mean, when I say it's dog shit, lads, I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. it's, the it, ty- it's the type of dog it shit. It was dog shit when it came out, her. though. No, but is this Kylie is Kylie Minogue in that. She is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. is. And even she can't save it. <laughs> Surprisingly, Kylie Minogue in a movie can't save it. Exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, she was, it she was, should have just said neighbors. I think some people say she had a, 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 a semi successful pop career, Graham. You know? Yeah, but at her acting career, she was brilliant in neighbors. To be fair. That is the most Irish thing I've ever heard in the world. Has she won? Has she sold millions of records? She absolutely has. Has she won awards left, right? That absolutely has. She wasn't great in neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Irish thing I've ever heard in my life. Neighbor, there's some ropey moments. You go back to 1988 now. Yeah, she was yeah. not on the top of her game. <laughs> You're a huge fan of neighbors, bro. Who's my favorite character ever is Harold Bishop. Oh, he was a Brit. I remember he got swept off the cliff. Uh, the cliff. Yeah, I went missing for years and then he came back. It was brilliant. Yeah, he came back when he ran out of money. Yeah. Um, Wait, so, sorry, sorry. What? Har- Harold Bishop, right? He was like, he was married to Madge and he, he got, was on a cliff looking out to sea and then he got swept off a cliff and disappeared. And he, the odd time I think he came back to talk to Madge in the mirror every so yeah. often. Yeah, yeah. And then about 10 years later, he just showed up with amnesia working in a charity shop. <laughs> Ah, oh, for fuck. I was hoping you were going to yeah. say he, he, he turned up a month later soaking wet, being like, were you fuckers no. even looking for me? <laughs> no, I think he was working in a charity shop and he was just like, oh yeah, I'm Harold. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was, yeah, yeah. Lost me memory. What a storyline. Him, Jesus. Luke Carpenter. You know the woman that played Madge was living in Mayo for years? Yeah. How random like, is that? She moved to Mayo. Why? Like, you see, when you, when you hear about that, you always go, Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why did you leave Australia for mail? For mail, like uh, half of mail was going there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you always, when you hear stories like that, you're always just like nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nervous breakdown. Shadow torn. Yeah, I like my favorite characters that were neighbors were um the the twins from neighbors. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the identical twins, Gail and Gillian? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh my god, they were incredible! I yeah. was I was hopelessly in love with both of them. Like like I was just they were all over my wall. They had like a pop career that it, it didn't really go anywhere now. Um, but uh, but you bought I, their I, stuff. Of course I did. And do you know what? I'm glad I did. And I'll tell you why. Because they had a single by Stock Aiken and Waterman that completely flopped. But because it flopped, there's only a few copies of it available. Uh, and like like you'll sell that CD single for five hundred quid. Serious? Hundred percent. Yeah. Have you sold yours? Uh, you don't sell all mixed up by Gail and Gillian. <laughs> Obviously, that's... Yeah. Obviously. Don't sell yeah. that. There are no stupid questions, Graham. Just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on. Yeah, yeah. I love Toadfish as well. Isn't it? Oh, my God. Even is, I remember Toadfish. Is he still in it? He's still in it, yeah. he's Well, I've... During the pandemic, I've seen it being on. I've left it on, and he was definitely still in it. But he's he was in it since his character was in high school. Like Jesus, well, to- oh, well yeah. Toadfish isn't leaving. No, like, he's not. He's like, like the Harold Bishop and Luke Carpenter. Of, like uh, to- to- Toadie's not tripping over the offers. Like no, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. I did the um, neighbors tour in Melbourne. <sighs> and you know who, yeah, and do you know who did it? They have a former cast member or current cast member do the tour with you. Stingray was their guy. Do you remember? It's Toadie's nephew. Oh my God. Yeah, he was their guy. 
so 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 you do the tour and then they just show up going hi guys yeah you do the tour and you're in the studio and then you go to the actual ramsey street it's like a little cul-de-sac and you get off the bus and there's stingray how are you guys we're like holy shit and you get a picture with him with the ramsey street sign just there, sitting there, me sitting, Stingray and the Ramsey Street. Can you there. imagine how depressed Stingray was that day? Oh, yeah. And that <coughs> evening, Carl Kennedy and his band perform in the pub where you, you go to the pub. There's a neighbor's table quiz. And then Carl Kennedy has a legit band and they perform after the table quiz, the neighbor's table quiz. What a day. One of my that is best amazing. days in Australia. That is amazing. Yeah. Why hasn't anyone from Fair City franchised this? <laughs> Fair City do it. They do it once or twice a year because of lack of demand. Because of what, Graham? Sorry. Lack of demand. <laughs> they definitely do it, though, I know, for fact, Fair City. And is, it, oh, is it ticketed? Like, I mean, I imagine for 30 quid you could be a main character in Fair City. I, I don't even think you need like, 30 quid. I just think you need a bad sense of direction and to wander on set. <laughs> don't talk. Oh, my God. I did that. <laughs> what? Where is it? Oh God! Oh my! I was just talking about this on another podcast. Oh, then we don't oh. want it now, girls. We don't want exclusive. No, it's, 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 it's not. It's not out yet, so like you'll get it first. <laughs> but, <laughs> what was the story? A, a couple of years ago, I was doing a show with Neil Delamere up north, and like my my backstage routine, right, is like when when it, when when I'm finished, right, I brush my teeth, get changed. But I'm kind of like winding down before the drive home when he's on stage, and it's usually like it's comedy, so you're just backstage on your own. I stripped down to my boxer shorts, was brushing my teeth, was just wandering around, thought I was the only person backstage. I opened a door, right? Just look and open doors, because like, there's never anyone backstage in these places. Uh, and I opened the door, and all of a sudden, I was on stage in a show that was going on in the studio. And I was in my boxer shorts, brushing my teeth. You're <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, what? I was like, why? Oh Why would you not have a sign on the door? <laughs> like, yeah, stage three or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or on air. Or studio. Or do studio not go in air. here, fuckhead. Yeah, in your boxers and your toothbrush. The only possible way this could be better if it was like fucking BBC Newsline or something you wandered into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, actually, I actually think it was some sort of one-man show but because he was dressed like as some like Shakespearean character. And I was just there going, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how he explained my, uh, you know, me standing there with a toothbrush and an iPhone. I'd say he was fuming because if you're doing a one-man Shakespeare, like you, you take that seriously. Do you know what I mean? And he's like, it's some thespian. some yes. fucker has just ruined my art. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's Groves being like, toothbrush. Sorry, lads. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. It's this King Lear, one. is it? Oh, fucking mad. <laughs> He's very good. He's very good. Give him a chance. <laughs> I'm reminded of the scene on BBC where the serious politician is giving the interview and his kid just keeps coming in and the nanny keeps or the wife keeps grabbing the kid. That's Garoud up in the, <laughs> the studio. That situation, I had that situation so many times with my cat because like any of the online Zoom gigs that I've been doing for like over this past year mm. it's always like there's always a point in it where the cat goes he needs a bit of help this isn't going well I know what I'll do <laughs> I'll show them me asshole that's what I'll do that <laughs> who can Love resist it. up she hops <laughs> there we go deadly 
Classic. How, how have you found, how did you find, I know we're coming hopefully towards the end of the pandemic and restrictions and stuff. Yeah. How did you find the adaption from the stand-up? Now I know as well, you, you start getting gigs sooner because you were supporting in England. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm doing uh, Sarah Millican's tour. So the way it works is like she has six support acts. So you do a week every so often. Like, Brilliant. Um, so I did my first, in, well, my first couple of them were cancelled because her tour got moved. So uh, yeah, I started in August. But um, yeah, it was, it was really weird. I mean, I, it's one of those things where I didn't think it was genuinely going to happen. You know, because you remember there was all the talk beforehand, like about two weeks beforehand. Yeah. And I was on tour with Neil Delamere and we were about halfway through and then I was going straight into my tour. And uh, he was, we were driving back from a gig in Down on the Sunday and he was saying, Jesus, like if this COVID thing kicks off, this could, it could really impact the tour. We might have to start pulling dates. And I like, <laughs> I was laughing at him. I was like, Neil, like, you're such a warrior. Like, why would you even think like that? I was like, it's Ireland. They're not going to cancel a sold out gig in Ireland. Like, it just doesn't happen. And that was the last gig we ever did. Like, we were literally supposed to be back on on Thursday. And we never did another one. Like, Um, So you you didn't think it was going to last so long. So I was like, like, I I saw somebody wearing a mask two weeks later. And I was like, what? What's was, going on? Yeah, it took me ages to cop on. And then, like, you know, but, but, but within a month, you're like, oh, holy shit. Like, this is, like, within a month, I was looking for jobs. Because it was just like, everything's gone. <laughs> Bills you know. have to be paid, yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that didn't, <laughs> I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was mad. It was just, like, because... Uh, I don't know about yourselves. Like, did you did you stay working or what were you doing? Yeah, yeah, I work in IT, so we've been working from home since last February. Er, oh, I work, okay. The company I work in was kind of made the decision the middle of February, two weeks or three or four weeks ahead of official. Oh, right, okay. Lockdown. Okay. They, they 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 were saying like anyone that's worried or concerned, you can just work from home, and it was more or less down to the the manager's discretion, but a lot of people took them up on that offer. Oh, yeah, yeah, so no. I have been in the office since last February. Everyone was just like, I'm worried and concerned. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because, yeah, it was just, it was so strange. Like, I mean, I, I, I had a few months where I was like, that's it then. Because like, the, like when the tour kept getting pushed, I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not rescheduling these dates. Like, they're, they're not going to happen. Like, because it's even like, it was, it became very clear, I think, to anyone doing this stuff that, well, when it does come back, there's going to be a year of it being absolutely chock-a-block. So yeah. you're not going to get, like, your Saturday night now is going to be a Monday night because, you know, that's absolutely, just the way yeah. they're programming stuff. And I'm like, there ain't no there... fucker going to see me on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this long enough to know that. <laughs> yeah, that's so, mad I mean, though, isn't it? It'll be the end of the year next year, I suppose, before my tour gets rescheduled. But I'm doing, I'm doing Joanne McNally's tour. Brilliant. 20 dates? No, yeah. I'm going in March, I can't wait. Yeah, she's brilliant. Like, she's just yeah. like, and she, to be honest with you, Joanne McNally is the reason I kind of stuck. Like, cause was, like, I did a postgrad during the pandemic as well. And I was like, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I think I'm done. Like, I think I'm out. Like, I'm go back to programming. Like, um, and she, you know, I was talking to her over Christmas and I, I had the Sarah Millican tour on the books. Like, but, uh, and she was like, no, no, you're not. We're, de- you're de- we're, doing, a, we're doing a new material gig. You're writing, you're getting back in, none of your shit. 
And I was, I was like, oh, right. great impression. Like yeah. to run back on the podcast. Eh? I know, yeah. Right. <laughs> great like, impression. Yeah. But like, she's just like, uh, that's what I love about Joanne. She's so direct, there's no bullshit. And she was like, what are you going to do? You going back to your old shit job? <laughs> Fuck off. No, we're doing a Zoom gig. <laughs> and then she just like literally texts me, goes, it's on sale. It's Thursday. So write some fucking jokes. <laughs> really? Is that how it, and, and what were those, those Zoom gigs like? It was just, we, we would just do like half an hour new stuff each week. But were you just in a, in a, in a room in the gaff? And yeah, talking to yeah the just to me, we were both in the spare, our spare rooms. And yeah, I mean, I have to say they were great crack. Was it, really? Yeah, was really good crack. Could, could you That's get, brilliant. like, did, did the audience have mo- their, their mics on? So were you getting laughed yeah. back or like? They all had their mics on and uh, they all Deadly. had their cameras on. So it was just cool. like, you know, it was uh, like, it was weird. It took a bit of getting used to it. But I, like, I remember after the first one, I was like, oh my God, I remember this. Like, I had, yeah. like at that point, I hadn't done it in, you know, eight months. I was like, oh my God, yeah, I'm good at I go, good at this. Yes, okay. <laughs> um, and then I was just in and we did, I don't know, we did maybe 40 of them, I think, or well, I don't know, no, we didn't do 40. That's brilliant. But we did, we, we certainly did a lot of them anyway. Yeah. I remember Joanna had been putting them up, advertising them. I was a bit like, I remember the first thing I signed up to to watch was the Abbey Theatres Project. <clears throat> where they were getting a writer and an actor to perform something. And Wilds, like this is back at last April, May, and you're kind of like, oh, this is the new norm type of thing. It, yeah, just, yeah, was, yeah. it just wasn't for me. Yeah. It, we, like we found that as well, that you couldn't, it, it, it was very hard to do the thing that, the way you normally did it. Like, because that was the thing we learned really quick was that you have to meet them where they are. And it's like, you know, so if you're used to being on stage in front of like a couple of hundred people, you're like playing it to the back and you're, everything's really big, but you can't do that and then expect to just beam it into people's living room and, and connect in the same way. So we found that we were kind of had to be really conversational and talk to the camera as if it's your mate. And then it, then it started to work and it became right. something different to a normal gig because like you can't just do a normal gig online because, you know, because everyone knows what a normal gig is like. So you're just going, it's just not as good as this. But if somebody's kind of just like, I mean, a lot of the time I was writing material about my boyfriend, he was in the other room. So I was like, I have to just be a little bit quiet now. About this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> but there could be a fucking murder. <laughs> I love it. He just kept planting the cat in the room while you were yeah. performing. It was mad though. Like, I mean, it was the strangest, strangest time. And I can't wait to see like what comes out of it. Because I, I think it's going to be in like five years that you're going to start reading what people have written about it. And yeah. you know, it's just, it's the maddest time. Like, What was it like then to go back with, on tour with Sarah Milliken? I know you've toured with her before, but actually tell our listeners how that, that friendship kind of sprung up. Well, I mean, the, the, the thing about Sarah was she was just gigging. She was just a gigging comic. Like she used to play the international here. She played... Uh, laughter lounge and we just met and hit it off like long before she was you know I, I first met her the night she was doing her first 15 minute the opening spot in the laughter lounge no way so we've been friends for a long time yeah um, and then yeah she just like it just got bigger and bigger and bigger so she was just like do you want to do some gigs with me and I was like hell yeah, yeah. but it, you know it, like it, it was very weird this time because I wasn't sure what sort of a ramp up I was going to have to those because like the, like the first gig that I did with her was like it was one of the smaller venues on her tour, but it was still like 900 people or something. Right. So um, I, I did two gigs. I did one in Nall in Seamus Ennis Centre 
200 people or 100 people socially distant outside. And I did another one in Tullamore, which was like a, an outdoor gig where I was heckled by a flock of starlings. <laughs> they were all just like, rah, 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 the whole gig. And I finished that gig and I was like, I think I know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to gig in front of thousands of people because I, I like I had to run a seven or eight of them with her. But then, like, as soon as, you know, as soon as it's like, you're out Farrelly, the lights hit you, and you're like, ah, yeah, I know what I'm at. You know, it was yeah. great. Like, the, the muscle was, memory uh, kicks in, like. And the, and the coolest thing about those gigs was, because the tour manager said it to me, was that there's this, there's a moment at the moment at shows, and I can't wait till it starts happening here, where the lights go down and people cheer because the lights have gone down. But then there's this, like, even bigger cheer because they're like, oh, my God, where it's back. Because it's again. most people's first, and it's, like, I mean, the hair is even th- now thinking about it. Amazing. Just, um, I, like, I, it's like the atmosphere this, there is amazing. I, yeah, it's fab. I had this exact conversation uh, one of the lads in work the other day where we were talking about, I can't wait for that gig feeling, like to go know, to a yeah, gig. Yeah. And fi- and we were talking about it, and I sounded like one of those weird 16-year-old Americans that, like, devote yourself to chastity because I was like, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to save myself for a big one. I think I'm gonna say. <laughs> I think I'm gonna save myself for the gig that feels right. You know, I don't. I don't want to go to just any gig. I'm gonna save myself for the right one. Like, and and I as I'm saying, and as I'm saying it, like it sounds normal. It's just I can see him. Do you know when a, a dog is confused and they do that head tilt and they're looking at you? I know. He, he did that, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Are you saying you're saving yourself?" Yeah. I was like. I'm gonna end this call. Let's pretend it happened. Yeah, I'm do- <laughs> but I know I do know what you mean because like it's there's there's a certain amount of like specialness that's gonna be what, the, the first time people sit in a theater like it's gonna be like it is magic like and and even with those gigs, I remember looking out uh, and thinking like some people wear masks like there was no social distancing in England at that time like it had all finished and I remember looking out going Jesus I don't know if I'm ready to be where they are <laughs> like I'm, right. I'm still working up to this like it was really funny because. Like in England, things are, I mean, COVID is that thing that happened last year. It's, you know, it's not to the forefront of people's mind. Like in, I, was in, um, I was in Manchester airport on the way back and I was doing that thing of like, I, was, I went into a restaurant to get a burger and I was like wiping down the table. And like your woman was looking at me like I was wiping down a table back in like 2018. <laughs> <laughs> just, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> it's mad. Like it's... Uh... I don't know. I feel as though I feel as though we're going to be doing it for a while. I don't know. I know. Like I know, I know. Kind of, it's only the end of October, and they're saying like, right, that's the end of restrictions, mostly or whatever. But I just feel as though we, Ireland is suspicious. Like, do you know what I mean? We're all yeah. we, but also we love misery. Yeah, that's true. Like that's true. we got so much out of the pandemic. Like last year, we were all watching the death numbers. Is there is there loads of people dead? Is there? Oh. Good, good, good. You were watching the infection rate. We were absolutely loving it. And then, like, four months into it, they start with the fungi's dead. And you're like, <laughs> we are loving this misery. <laughs> like, we're absolutely loving it. Too, too soon to bring him up, Grouch. Just wanted to let you know that. The, 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 the people at Dingle will be on to us. I couldn't get over that. I was like, <laughs> we're in the middle of a pandemic and without one shred of evidence they're telling the whole country fungi's dead. And then they're sending out rescue boats. <laughs> like, looking yeah. for a fish. It's like, if you find them, what's the plan? Yeah. Like, <laughs> are you going to, like, haul them back? Like, did, yeah, did you see the RT documentary? 
about him. Oh my Jordan god! That time, oh, they went down. They went down to Dingle, and they were. It was. They were going into pubs. They were going to cafes. What did Fungi mean to the area and stuff like that? And they're talking about the econo- the local economy. That's, it was. It was. It was like I got it, but it was mad. Let's let's just let's just because this I'm fucking telling you, we're about eight months away. Or well, a little bit more, whatever. July, fucking whatever next year. They're going to unveil a statue with a fucker. I, can, I, I guarantee one. it. Like, if yeah. he's gone missing, don't tell anyone, just don't get another anyone. dolphin. Like, absolutely. What? Exactly, I don't tell anyone, dolphin, just bring right? in one. Yeah, exactly. Did, did, he have any, like, did he have any discerning, like, did he only have one eye and one flipper? Like, was there a way of, because, do you know what I mean? Because then they'd probably have to do a little bit of work on whatever fucking blow-in dolphin they get, like. The strategy that we needed is the same strategy you use for a six-year-old goldfish. Yeah, yeah. If goldfish is dead, we're going to just put another one in. It's a fish. But do you know what? It's it's people from fucking Kerry. They probably did do that, and that's how we've ended up with a walrus. They left they left left a Healy Ray in charge of it, and he comes back with this thing, and they're like, "Danny, that's that's not a fucking dolphin." (laughs) I don't know what you mean. It's not a dolphin. Look at the fucking thing. Got some water. We're like all, Danny, it's, we're, a, it's a walrus, mate. We're all officially cancelled in Kerry. We, yeah, like, we, absolutely. We won't be well, it's grand for us, but you won't do a gig there ever again. And fine, and grand. Look, at this point, at this point, like the mountain's going to start to have to come to Muhammad, yeah, right? <laughs> and right yeah. I'm over this travelling on the road, Lark. There was an episode in King of Queens, I don't know if you've seen uh, years ago, uh, Doug and Kerry were going to stay in Doug's parents' house in Florida. And they're sitting around the sofa and the boxer dog comes up and sits on Doug's lap and Doug starts petting him and he's like, what, say it's Buster. What are you now, Buster? 26. And he's petting him away and he's like, oh, I love my Buster. And Carrie's like, 26? Buster's not, the dog can't live to 26. And they found out that the parents just kept replacing the boxer. <laughs> Doug, and Doug was absolutely disgusted with his parents. You could have told me. He stormed out of the house. That's not Buster. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> oh, it's, it's Kevin James. I love Kevin James. That's the strategy. Like, yeah, of course. That's the way it works. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you do with Fungi the Dolphin. Uh, and the mother's like, like Buster died when you were eight years of age, Dougie. He's gone since then. He's gone 30 years. You're <laughs> 100%. That's what they should have done with Fungi, man. And if anybody asked a question, Absolutely. The, pl- the politician way, deny, deny, deny. Yeah, that's all they have to do. What's going to happen is now they're going to get something else or they're going to try, like, I don't know. They'll, they'll, like you said, they'll end up with some walrus that'll savage someone. <laughs> and nobody will ever go to again. That, that fucking, that walrus has got out of hand already. He's, it's in Iceland. It's in Iceland now. I'm t- it's, it, it's going to get out of hand because they're going to say, right, look, the coastline has had its fun. It's now time for the mountain people at Kerry to get something. <laughs> and they're going to bring in like some fucking mountain lion that's going to savage everything, wreak havoc on the place. And then there's going to be lads just sitting around going, well, I can see why we kept the other one in water now. That was a better idea. Like, like it's just, <laughs> It has all the hallmarks of a really, really bad six-part series on RTE. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll, they'll probably make it. That you and Garo will write. The two use will write it. And I, I'll, I'll watch it on Gogglebox. It'll be great. Bro, you're, uh, yeah, exactly. Bro, you know, bro, uh, Danny's uh, in the current cast of Gogglebox Ireland. It's a whole thing. It's a whole Really? Thing. Yeah. Lock it. Oh my God. I love Gogglebox Ireland. Yeah. Well, clearly not enough because you haven't recognized I- my fucking head growed. Did you just come into it this season? I haven't yeah. Yeah. This season yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm one of the new family. Oh, no families. way! Yeah. That is deadly. Oh, my God, I have to watch it now. Because I've, I've got them recorded. Oh, well. Like, I, like I am I'm that much of a fan now. 
Um, he's the one you tweeted about saying that you hate. <laughs> I'll just... tweet about you from an alt account. Who with a new family? <laughs> Not <you>. loving. <laughs> Not <laughs> loving this. I mean, you, you'll be one of many. There have been some discerning voices. Really? Do you fair. do you get much? Do you get much shit from that? You don't get a huge amount, but like, there's been more positive than there has negative. But like, they kind of tell you beforehand as well that like, look, you're new. People are real territorial with Gogglebox. They have their favorites, yeah. and they'll feel like you're. You're, you're somehow a threat so they're going to <laughs> like it's it's mad uh, and everyone bonkers but like everyone like everyone in it is so lovely and everything else and like but and most the most reaction on social media has been lovely but there have been one or two I remember the very first week there was uh, there was one comment that I fucking every so often I just I screen grabbed it and sent it to some of my mates and it was just your man Danny's a bit of a dick isn't he and I was like they sent that I was on screen for about 30 so... seconds Oh, about, yeah. thir- about 30 seconds I was on screen Did man. they tag you Or did you go looking for it I was on I was just on the The goggle box The hashtag The hashtag Yeah that, I didn't go Searching for myself rant, Like do you know what I mean But It's so awful yeah, like, it's, it's mad so, Like when you It's just the worst Like I can think of so many times That You, you just Like I, and I remember When I had a day job Like and I used, I was doing gigs as well And then you just see something And I was doing I was doing a good bit of telly Back then But I I oh God, it was just awful. I remember you'd be in work and then you'd just get like some notification and you're like, oh my God. And it's oh, just like, oh, you want to just, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think that was because I think people have got to, you know, there's this whole be kind thing now, mm. you know, and I, you know, as much as I'm like, oh, here, listen, we should just stop. But like, <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that people are a bit wary of being, a dick to other people. I, I remember when I first yeah. got Twitter, like I was, I wasn't dick. Like I mean, I was really? always giving out about stuff on telly, and you know, like, and yeah, then you forget, yeah. like, you forget. Then it starts happening to you, and you're like, "Oh God Almighty, I'm a horrific person." Yeah, <laughs> million percent, right? Because I mean, like, yeah, look, I mean, I've been using Twitter since Twitter. I've been using Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been using Twitter since about like 2009, and. I, I've definitely said something or I've definitely ah. said something about a TV show or I've been like, geez, your man's a bit of an arse, isn't he? Or whatever. Like, but like, but Completely. now, now, and only because it's happened to me and I've got great self-awareness, I'm kind of like, that, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, why, it does. Would somebody, why would somebody say that? You know? And and it's, like the most recent one that I did a couple of years ago, now this was maybe three years ago, and it, uh, this was purely meant as a compliment, right? And it was, I tweeted about, you know, your man, uh, Michal Lahan, the political correspondent yes, on the yeah. news. I tweeted about his glasses because he has, like, he has deadly glasses. Like, and I, but the tweet was something like, I've never seen a pair of glasses match a face. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it's just the perfect match. And I genuinely meant it as a compliment to the man. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> like, about two weeks later, he got any glasses. And it was probably unrelated. It's probably a coincidence. Yeah, he was but probably I due felt yeah. awful. I was like, garrowed. Like, but it wasn't like it was, it was, a, it was purely complimentary. And I'm sure the tweet's still there, but like it, it wasn't slagging them at all. And I think he got me glasses. And I remember my boyfriend like talking about the news and going, uh, Michal Lahan has changed his glasses. And I, I had to sit down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what have you done? Yeah, Look, take a breather. Don't, don't worry. I'm sure he already had the appointment. God, I hope to God. Don't, oh, don't worry, God. Everything's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. Don't, don't carry that guilt. Don't do that to yourself. Thank you. I feel don't like I released it now that I pulled it out. 
Bro, well, come here. Your 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 podcast fascinated, right? Yes. You, 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 am I, is it fair to say that you don't release it at a, you don't release episodes with a certain period? Oh no! It's the no. most irregular disaster of our podcast. <laughs> like, it's an absolute mess. Like, it, like the problem is, I like when I started to do a podcast, <laughs> I decided that I wasn't going to make episodes about people I wasn't interested in. Now. That is clearly not what you're doing. And I admire you. You've been very courteous to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I uh, I was just like, no, no, I'll just, I'm just going to make them and like make them really well produced. And, uh, and I'm going to make them when I can get the guests. So when I get a good, really good guest, I make an episode. But right. I mean, I th- like it's roughly one a month. It's, you know, I try yeah. to make it monthly. Um, but but th- there was a time that was every two weeks though, wasn't there? Yeah, it was every two weeks, but it, I couldn't sustain it with the guests. Like it's just, yeah, I, it's too hard to get. I remember them. Uh, you were on. I remember you were on Neil Denimer on Today FM on a Sunday morning. I was driving in the car, and you were promoting the podcast. And I said, "Oh, it's, now this is going back to probably when oh, you started right. it. It's aged years ago." And I remember, I remember putting it on my list uh, to listen, and then you know the episodes come in automatically download. Then I was like, "It's been fucking months since Girls. I know. Well, I do it in seasons. Right. So I'll do like see like I'm actually I'm making season eight at the moment. Oh well. Um, yeah, which is mad. Like, but um, yeah. I mean, I love it. And every year, I think, well, that's it. That's the end of that. And then yeah. I'll, when I then I go try to get people, and you know, the people start to say yes again. Like, um, yeah. but it take like it takes two years to get a guest from the time you approach them, and then they go away, and then it's like, you know, like even uh, like big guests that I have for this. Who's your season. favorite? Who's your favorite guest? Um, or most my, obs- obscure guest, like well, one of my most obscure ones, I think, was Shelley Wright, and she was the first. Like, she's a she was a massive Nashville country music star, and then she came out as gay. Mm. So it was like this big story of how her career just fell apart. Like, but it was it's an amazing story. And that was one of my favorite ones to make. And um, I really like that one. I loved talking to Kelly from Eternal. Because yeah. I used to, I used to love Eternal. Nineties. Uh, yeah, Selena from the Honeys. She was brilliant. Um, oh my gosh, I remember the Honeys. I loved yeah. the Honeys. Oh um, my god. Oh, See, that... and the twins from Neighbors. I had a twin from Neighbors. Like obviously, <laughs> yeah, iconic. Yeah, you, 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 you didn't have the character twins. <laughs> no, what, what, I swear to God, why? Like why? Why can I get twins from Australia, but I can't get twins from Finglas where I grew up? Like? With, with, oh, with you grew one. up there? Yeah, I went to school in Fingless. I'm just like, I mean, wh- where do you live? Like, I mean, I can come to, like, why is this a problem? But with, with which one? Carter twins are having none of it. Have, have you tried both of them or have you just been pestering one? Like, which, uh, which one is, is I, the one oh that's being the bollocks here? Well, there's Stephen and there's Tony. Right. And I think it's, it's this one of them, I think, that does all the booking. Okay, I think yeah. one of them is the brains of the operation. Right. Um, but he's, he like literally, like, I got his email. He's like, what's this? And I sent him, and he, like, n- like, literally no reply. Like, and I sent see, him a call, and I was like, I, see, and I, don't, comes I don't understand that. <laughs> well, there comes a point where you have to, your self respect kicks in. Well, Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not getting upset over this. Was your cover of Love Changes Everything by Chloe Fisher an absolute banger? Yes, it was. But I am <laughs> not true. getting down on Ben's fucking knee for the Carter twins. <laughs> and, and look, and that's, uh, and, and I, I appreciate, 
I appreciate your self-respect there. <laughs> Look, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was a great album. Number one was one of the albums of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. Did they deserve the Smash Hits Award? They absolutely did. They absolutely did, lads. <laughs> but you ghost me once, game over. That, that's it. Shame on you. Yeah. 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 You ghost me twice, shame on me. <laughs> I just don't understand that because... The thing I love about your podcast is is that it's this nostalgia hit. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives you that burst of and like you you just dared even mention it kind of one. I was like, do you remember the honeys? It gives you that little kind of like, oh, fuck, do you remember them? Or yeah, yeah. Who's that? And then you listen a bit and you'll go, oh my Jesus, yeah. Do you but, so why don't these lads want to be part of that? In their defence, <laughs> I was a Carter twin, and I contacted them. <laughs> I'd be like a comedian wants to make a podcast about me about my career in the 90s under no circumstances I would be blocking me now in fairness I have to say in I'd, fairness, I'd, I'd be all over who, who would you love like, like if I looked, well, sorry 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 I looked at what you said yeah. you got two twins from neighbours the other side of the world on the podcast yeah, but you couldn't get the fucking Carter twins from people <laughs> There's a big, I have to say, it's the big lacking of Irish. Like, whenever I go for an Irish pop star, it doesn't happen. Like, it literally never happens. Who, like, who else? Samantha like, Mumba. Car- uh, Samantha Mumba, yeah, she did it, actually. Yeah, that was great. She was brilliant. Um, Carrie Ann, having none of it. Um, who else? Who's Carrie Ann? Oh, do you remember Carrie Ann? She was out in the 90s. She was, like, she was Irish? At, yeah, she was Irish. She, I think she was from yeah. Tala. And, um... She was hard to find, but yeah, she's, I can't, no. Uh, uh, she had that song, Do 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 You Love Me Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was supposed I to be Stephen, Stephen Gately's girlfriend. I used to work, oh, really? Okay. I used to, I used to <laughs> yeah. I used to work with um, someone from OTT, Brian Fitz. No way. Yeah, I used to work what with What was the song? Was it um, All Out of Love? They did, didn't they? And they did. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Just, the Story of Love. Star yeah. your picture yeah. in the yeah. story of love. Yeah, that was a bomb. Oh, yes. Yes, Danny. Absolutely, yeah. You can. He did You're the Star or something like that. Sorry, Graham, you're complimenting my harmonies. Can we? Sorry. Thank you. Share our voice. Thank you. Or is it Aiden? I think it's Aiden Fitzmartin. Oh yeah, there was, there was, yeah. Um, there was five of them, wasn't there? Yeah. I just remember the video, and then I remember the featured and reeling in the years, and I just went and added it to a Spotify playlist the second I saw. Of course, it's a, oh, they were great, and they were the ones. And they have the long coats. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white. Yeah, and they used to wear them to break to the break for the border. Break. I remember, here, I remember hearing that. Like, if you want to meet OTT, go to break. Or no, not break. No, what was it? Club M. Which Club one was Club M? It was the one in Temple Bar. The over 40s? Oh. Well, it, it probably is now, but I think back then it was. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think they just kept, kept the same clothes now. Exactly, it's the same people wearing the same <laughs> They've been X-Works and Eclipse 20. jeans. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, I'd say, right, if, uh, you said there, like, kind of every so often, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that's it, I'm done with this or whatever, right? But if you were to do a final, final season of it, and it was you're talking bucket list nostalgia. Oh, bucket list. Guests. Okay, who is on the list that hasn't been on it? Um, uh, let me see. Sonia. I've been trying to get Sonia for years. Sonia, be cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sonia from Eastenders. 
No, Sonia, you know, um, singer Sonia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sonia from EastEnders, but only she brings her fucking trumpet. Was it was a trumpet she used to play, was it? Yeah, she's played trumpet. Yeah. Yeah. So your man from OTT, my colleague, I can't believe you forgot his name. His name was Alan Fitzsimons. Alan Fitzsimons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He'd be good. Yeah, he would <laughs> um, be good. The, who else? Uh, God, last, uh, if I was you last, I'd love to have Angela Lansbury. That would be amazing. That would um, be unreal. Betty yeah, White. She's a uh, Betty White. That's the dream. My, do you know what my favourite thing about uh, Betty White is? Uh, with every, she's the only surviving golden girl and every single one of them that dies, she issues the exact same statement. I was like, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Really? Just, yeah. Just, and the, the statement is always, uh, I knew it would be hard, but I didn't think it would be this hard. <laughs> R.I.P. Betty White. <laughs> Every single one of them. Every single yeah. one of them. That's the statement she issued. That is mad. Yeah, they're all dead except her. I remember but watching I, it and the oldest, the small one, I always thought at the time she might have been in her 90s, but she was only in her 60s or something. Yeah, I, I think she was the youngest golden girl. What? Yeah, I think that's the way it worked. I think she was the youngest and Dorothy was the oldest. Jeez, what a show though. Yeah, you have to go and watch that now the weekend. Yeah, it's pretty, it is pretty good. Start, I do it backwards though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 you don't, it's just a story of the week. Like you can watch it in any order, but the, the ones at the start aren't as good as, I mean, it's rocking in season six. And right, season so Angela Lansbury, Betty White. Are... Alan, Betty White, they'd be good. Um, who else? I'd love to get, I would love to get one of the other girls from Eternal. Tell the other side of the story. I'd love to get Kylie Minogue. Kylie would be a good one. Yeah, would Danny Minogue, maybe. I was going to say, would you settle for Danny, would you? I absolutely, I'd settle. See, yeah. Danny, I think, Danny, like, the, not so, the one that's least successful, they'll tell you where the bodies are buried. Like, yeah. she'll, she'll dish the dirt. Um, there's, I've got a few good ones lined up, but I don't want to spoil it. There's one, Ooh. there's one, like, massive Lovely. guest. Like, absolutely huge i'll tell you afterwards I'm not gonna say okay yeah, yeah that's but fair that's fair every season it's almost happened and it like it it, it came so close to happening early last year it was literally like let's do a thursday and then literally somebody died in their family oh, and Jesus. it didn't happen i was like oh no but if, if it happened with her now that would be that'd be pretty impressive okay. yeah it'd be right. good. i'll tell you afterwards it's Lord pretty deadly it's, it's worth it <laughs> I, I don't know why well i do know why but I've this weird thing where I feel like if we ever managed to get Henry Winkler on the podcast, I'd stop podcasting forever. <laughs> I just, I just we haven't even tried. Just your I, haters. I have, get I your have haters. tried. Oh, have you? But I have. That's the sort of thing that could happen. See, I right because we we had George Foreman on the podcast, right? And George Foreman and him done a TV show with uh, Bill Shatner and somebody else I can't remember who the other one was it was a travel show where he just went around the world and it was just the four of them and I fucking Brilliant. and I thought we've just had to, I wonder if I like if I got a contact for him and I said we've had your mate on and he liked us do you know what I mean like would what, one of my friends had him on something she had him on I think she had him on a podcast Jesus I'm really certain yeah but Henry like, Winkler be deadly but the six o'clock show on Virgin are getting like obscure 90, 90s guests a lot gimmick later. Fucking, fucking gimmick infringement is what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be having well, a actually, word. A lot, a lot of my, uh, a lot of the, the guests that were on my show showed up on the Elaine show. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were they were doing like a nineties where they now thing. But, so um, researchers following you then on, on Twitter. 
<laughs> yeah, and I make it really clear. If you do Fascinated, you can never do another Irish interview. <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> it's a great name for the podcast as well, considering the guests. Yeah, yeah, because like that, like that's the thing I love about it. I love the stories. Like, I just, I just think it's fascinating that one of the honeys is now a midwife. Yeah, that's like um, there's so many questions to ask. Pop star, like yeah, like what, like so you're so somebody's in labor, and you walk into the room. How the hell does that go? Because they're like, did did I see you on top of the pops twenty years ago? Like, but you know um, what's you know what's mad though, right? Because like. There's more the lights, the lights go out and all the lights come in and the baby's being born. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like there there are more celebrities in today's world than there were when like we were growing up in the nineties and whatever, right? So somebody somewhere in like fifteen, twenty years is gonna be doing something similar to what you're doing, Grouch. But they'll be they'll just have an endless fucking like yeah. whereas whereas you're like, okay, right, I need to get a good guest that needs to have They'll be like, this week we've got Honey G and next week we've got your man off that ad. Do you remember? And he used to do the eyebrow thing and everyone loved it for six months. And then the week... We've <laughs> Danny from Gogglebox, Ireland. Oh, man, I'll be doing everyone's fucking podcast. Just anything to cling to a bit of notoriety. Like, all remember that Cabri's ad. Exactly. <laughs> we all exactly. remember it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just... it's it's Celebrities are just mad now these days. You can be a celebrity for fucking acting. Like, whereas in the 90s, you actually have to earn your 15 minutes, like... Yeah, it was weird. Like in the 90s, also, it was the time of like, you didn't just download a song. You went, you bought the cassette single or you bought CD1 yeah. and CD2. And then they released yeah. like a vinyl that had a poster. So you bought that. Like it was, you know, there was loads of stuff. And then, you know, there was smash hits and all those magazines. Yeah. Like I was just steeped in that stuff. Like I still have all my, you know, all my records from Like you were, but you were just like, and it was like, oh, you better buy, you know, they've released the single again. And, you know, or they've released the album again, there's one extra track and a sticker, and you're like, oh my God, I have to have the new version. Yeah, I, I remember being in early teens and loving the Smash Hits Awards on a Sunday. Oh, I loved it. Staying in bed, get loads of munch, and I watch the Smash Hits Awards. I know, yeah, exactly. And then people, like, it, and even the people that lived through that, you know, like, because I get the impression they didn't have, like, they definitely didn't have the great time that we all thought they were having. Like, yeah. there's a lot of, like, yeah, there's a lot of dark stuff and a lot of Brian McFadden and Carrie Katona kind of I know yeah do you remember that she yeah, left Atomic Kitten hits. and then the following week they were number one they were flopping the band was breaking up she left, she left. and then the follow up like within two weeks Hole Again was number one I was going to say and it was because wasn't there, there wasn't there one video that she was in and in the other video for Hole Again she wasn't in yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was it released was, it was literally during its release that it like blew up so they got Jenny in yeah God. And then they yeah. did that new one. Did you see that new version of it? Football's coming home again. Uh, not for me. Like, no, stop pissing me. on her. Stop no. pissing on the legacy girls. Yeah, yeah not for me. Stop. Good luck. I like the Tommy Kitten. <laughs> they were great. Yeah. Yeah. He, like nineties pop was great. That uh, was brilliant. There's some like there's so many great songs. Like I mean, even like I interviewed Chesney Hawks. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is that song is an absolute banger. Like doesn't yeah. matter where like, you hear it. Doesn't matter where you hear it. Yeah, if Chesney Hawks comes over here, am I going to pay 30 quid to hear that song? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Do whatever song you want. Once once we finish on the one and only, Ches, with five <laughs> exactly. key changes. Yeah. Play five times, Ches. Yeah, 100%. That's it. And that's, Start that's with it and end with it, Ches. Yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. You, like, people, I, 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 when someone says, they're just a one-hit wonder, I don't take that as an insult. I see that as like, I'm sorry. 
But that one hit wonder is you're going to hear that in 20 years and go, fucking, do you remember that? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's fucking. Ah, yeah, it's brilliant. Like, like, I always think that when you buy a song, like, when you buy a song, it's Witcher for life. Like, you have yeah. that for life. You know, yeah. like, it's, it's brilliant. Like, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I am genuinely fascinated by it. Have you, have you ever bought one though and even now you kind of go, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, there's a few that pop up and I'm kind of like, hmm. I do remember, like cause I, oh, when I used to get a song, I would play it and play it and play it until I knew every bit of it inside out. And there's songs now yeah. that I plan to go, whoa, <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I am willing to admit right now, I bought the CD single for Ozone Dragostin and J or Numa Numa Yay, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I don't even I, know what that is. You do. Do you know that? No, 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 Numa Numa Yay. Numa Numa. Oh, yeah. Numa Numa Numa. Yeah, I bought That's it. pretty bad. Yeah. That, that is pretty bad. bad. That is, that is I, my rock bottom. That is my low. My, my low was uh, Jerry Halliwell's version of It's Raining Men. Oh, God. That, yeah. Okay. I like that. Did you? Great. I have no problem. I used, Poor, to, I used to sing to that. Yeah. No. Poor Jerry Halliwell's voice is the noise you make just before you vomit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it oh, is, though. God, that's like, not poor her Jerry. Vo- her voice is... Uh, mm, I, I like yeah. that one. What's that one she doing in Spanish? I like that one. The Chico Latina. Yeah, I like that one. The Chico Latina. Take me back to my seat. I like that one. I fancy that pants off Jerry Halliwell I did. Oh, I remember, I remember who the dream guest is. Shampoo. Oh. Shampoo. No the group. Remember shampoo? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Have you tried? Who I'll wrap up. Yeah, I've tried. I, I can only find one of them. But it hasn't happened yet. But no, don't worry. Do you want to come out with the rinse? Yeah. <laughs> Just try aqua. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't top either of them. Okay. <laughs> Bro, thanks so much yeah. for your time. Oh God, it was my pleasure. I, like, it was great. Sorry, I actually feel like we just started talking rather than doing a podcast that people are supposed to listen to. But like, that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. That's and all we do. It was deadly crack. Somebody will get on to us to be like, I was talking back, and I love that. I lo- like, I love when people say I was listening and I was trying to talk about. I was trying to jump into yeah, the conversation. Ah, yeah. uh, brilliant. Like, yes. Well, listen, oh, yeah. I've got a new podcast coming. Uh, it's called Agony Rants with Neve Kavanagh. So we're oh, doing. Uh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Neve Kavanagh, the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eurovision, Neve Kavanagh. Eurovision. Yeah, it's, it'll be what? next month. Yeah. So that's my that's my new What's thing. What's it called? I have to plug oh, it. It's called God. Agony Rants. Agony Rants. Yeah. So it's me and Neve Kavanagh. Be deadly, already. Um, I can't wait for that. We're kind of like your support group because she's an <laughs> Irish mother. Like the support group you want: an Irish mother and your gay best friend, and like. People are just writing in to tell us their secrets or like, well, actually, some of them are writing and asking for advice, which if you're asking <laughs> us for advice. Deadly. Deadly. I cannot Take wait. your own risk. But it's good crack. It is good crack. So yeah, it'll be out next month. That's Amazing. brilliant. So Garoud has fascinated. He has yeah. Agony Rants coming out and he's touring with our friend and his friend, the great Joanne McNally, 20 dates in Vicar Street. There's a few left towards April. I'm going in March. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, I can't um, wait to see it. It's going to be brilliant. For points. Yeah, I will. Because Joanne texted me your UK number there last week. Um, oh, brilliant. So, yeah, I so I'll text her closer to the time and say, where are you going for drinks? So much crap. She's yeah, just yeah. left me on red. That's awkward. 
Can I, can I, to fight this out, guys. Can I come too? Can I, she, can I come for she, points, lads? We'll, we'll check with Joanne. Yeah. You know, I'm, sure it's, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. We'll get I'm back sure to you. I'm sure it's fine. But if okay. there isn't a band with your tickets, that's a hard no. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll Love just, it. I'll just be in the back listening to Shampoo yeah. songs. <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, thanks so much, nice. man. And, so uh, nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to that new podcast as well. That would be fucking brilliant, man. So, uh, yeah, love it. it sounds Lovely. great. Brilliant. Listen, thanks a million for having me. It's been thanks great. so much, Grode. Thanks, Grode. Take care. All the best. Bye. Bye. The wonderful Grode Farley absolutely enjoyed that conversation, man. It was a tonic. It was deadly, and yeah. um, it was very nostalgic and. Everyone should listen to his podcast because it is good and it's uh, it's yeah. obscure in the as he said the guests he named and his his new podcast sounds fucking very. very I can't I can't wait to well. listen to it. I can't wait to listen to it. I can't wait to see him on tour with Joanne. I can't wait to see him doing comedy gigs again. Just yeah, he's a very Deadly. funny. He's a very funny, very nice bloke and have a lot of time for crowds. Lovely, lovely, lovely guest this week. Absolute gentleman. Anyways, if you want to listen to any of our podcasts, um, you can go to any podcast provider and search WTS Pod. Um, we're on Stitcher, Podcast Republic, Apple Podcasts, anywhere, everywhere you can get a podcast. On Twitter, we're at WTS Pod, and we're not on Instagram. <laughs> Danny is uh, Danny, the the star of Gogglebox, is at Danjo Murray on Instagram and at Danjo Murray on Twitter. I'm at Merrigan Mania on both social media, and uh, that's it. Until next week, Danny. Here eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Too sweet.